This is Calgary Today with Angela Cocott on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. And thanks for joining us this afternoon. I want to talk about the future, and it's always very intriguing whenever we have any kind of discussion about what things are going to look like 10, 20 years down the road. What does it mean for you or me, especially when it comes to the workplace? Interesting study that came out showing that 85% of jobs that will exist in 2030 haven't even been invented yet. Gaurav Chand is Dell's Senior VP of Marketing, joins us today. Hello, Mr. Chand. Hey, Angela, how are you? I'm good. I've got a job right now. I'm not sure, well, 2030, that's a long way down the road. I'm not sure what the work (laughs) environment or workplace is going to look like in the future. So why don't we just start off with the report that was uh, published by Dell Technologies and what it found. Yeah, so the report, we we, we did this research with a company called the Institute for Future, uh, IFTF, and it's really interesting. Angela, in all honesty, you see, look, you see a lot of reports around the future, right? And a lot of them talk about uh, how fundamentally things are going to change and, you know, how uh, machines are going to take over and all of those pieces. The one cool aspect about this uh, research that we did with IFTF was this notion that of a changing human and machine partnership. And it didn't say that, you know, uh, machines are going to take over absolutely everything. What it said and pointed towards was this notion that machines are going to take over a lot of the mundane tasks humans do today, thus freeing up time for humans to do more creative and value activities. And one of the key things uh, about that is, is, is this notion of changing human-machine partnerships. And that's the piece that came out loud and clear. And humans are going to do less of the mundane tasks, become more digital uh, conductors. And then they're going to have to, humans as a race, we're going to have to learn new skill sets because the jobs for the future, like you started off, 85% of the jobs that will be um, in 2030 have not even been invented at this point in time. You know what, even when you hear that kind of a a statement, you think, wow, that's crazy. But I am trying to go back to 36 years ago when I began in broadcasting. And, And I wish I was able to go back and say, what jobs were around then? And do they still exist now? So even though 13 years down the road doesn't seem that long, is that just reflective of how fast technology is changing? Because I think we're always seeing jobs change. Angela, I I think it's one of two things, right? So I don't think you can compare 30 years ago to today, but you could go to the early 1900s and compare the the first, say, two decades to the next two decades when the industrial revolution happened, Mm. right? That's the era that we are in now. It's just not the industrial revolution anymore. It's the digital revolution that's happening right now, which is why you're seeing this incredible, incredible change in perspectives, how we do work, how we interact with machines and all of those pieces. So I think, I think 30 years ago, yes, there were some changes, but not as drastic as the early 1900s. That's exactly what you're seeing now because of all of the digital disruption. 
Now, Gaurav, do you have a you have a vested interest in this because it's Dell Technologies? Of course, you want a study that shows the technology is changing and jobs are going to be more in uh, technology than they are today. But uh, you know, so just clarify things for me. I'm sure I've got some listeners saying, "Well, this is Dell. This is someone from Dell talking." Of course, they want to see this is the way the future is. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, think about what's happening today, Angela. I mean, today. If you look at pretty much any company that has truly disrupted from the Airbnbs of the world to the Netflixes, uh, to take any example, what you will see is IT is at the heart of their competitive advantage. Their competitive advantage started off with IT. And that's that piece that this report is capturing, which is in the future, IT is going to be even more critical and building capabilities around artificial intelligence, machine learning, the things we can do with virtual reality, augmented reality, and all of those technologies are truly, truly going to come to bear and fundamentally change the way we do things we do today. So, so yes, it does sound like self-serving because Dell Technologies is a technology company and we'd love to see technology at the heart uh, in 2030. But honestly, you can see that today. Take any digital disruptor example and you see IT is at the heart of that competitive advantage. Now, Gaurav, you have to, as you say, maybe not be a fear monger because I don't think you are because you've got people saying, oh, my gosh, what does that mean? What kind of jobs are going to be out there? So so go back to that idea of it's not so much machines replacing humans like that machine human interaction. Help me out here. Yeah, so I think that was the most fascinating piece coming out of this research. Like I said, look, I mean, Pretty much all the reports you look at talk about this notion of doom and gloom where machines are going to take over the world and humans are are not going to be as critical anymore. But what this report pointed to is that's not going to happen. However, the fundamental relationship between a machine and a human is going to change drastically where the machine is going to become a lot more immersive around the human uh, aspect of things and going to be able to make a lot a lot of decisions around the mundane tasks that humans do and eventually going to be able to do the task. So what that means is it's going to free up human time to think about what are the things that they want to focus on in terms of adding value. So standard of living is going to go up, but it's going to necessitate that humans as a race develop a brand new set of skill set to get ready for the jobs that are going to be there in the future. It's not going to be the same mundane activity that they used to do in the past. When you say free up time, will that also change the way our work day looks like? Because, uh, I mean, first of all, I know we talk so much about teleconferencing, telecommuting, tele uh, working from your home because of technology. So are we going to still see an eight to five, a nine hour work day? What, what do you think we'll see as far as how our 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 perception, what our workday looks like right now, what will it look like in 2030? So, Angela, going back to the research, it's really interesting. What the research points to is how companies go hire talent and develop talent around jobs that they have is going to fundamentally change. It's going to be more like companies are going to have access to the entire globe to pick exactly what kind of skill set they want to be able to do a specific job 
do that job and then move on to the next piece that they require. So that piece is going to change completely because of much better collaboration technologies, because of virtual reality and augmented reality things that we could not do over uh, a phone or a video call are going to become possible in the near future. And that's going to be the big change in terms of how we work. Yes. And in, in Angela, in all honesty, I run a team of about 200, 300 people. And I can tell you today, those lines are blurring. No longer do I, you know, uh, have people who believe in an eight to five job. No longer do I have people who believe that the office is the only place and the office is the only uh, uh, office cube is the only place you work. We have to enable people working absolutely anywhere, anywhere on that time. And that's you need to do that to make sure you retain your most talented uh, employees because that's what they're demanding today. Well, then I be competing around the world for a job. I, 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 you know, because as you say, the companies will be able to go globally for a skill set. And so does that mean we're going to see higher unemployment? It'll be harder for people to be able to have a job if they're competing with the rest of the world. I, I look at it exactly the opposite way. If you have the right skill set and you put in your time, then you can make yourself a lot more competitive. And with the number of jobs, the fundamental skill set changing, I don't think that's going to result in unemployment, or at least that's not what the uh, report said. The report talked about there is going to be employment just around a different skill set. Now, it is going to be incumbent on us as humans to be able to learn those skill sets. If you don't, then yes, there is a chance you get left behind. Mm. That risk does exist. However, for, 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 for people who embrace this change, who embrace this di- disruption and learn the right skill set, the, the, I mean, the possibilities are amazing. Gaurav, going back to that idea of a company being able to look for specific people who can fill a skill set, does that mean, and then they'll move on if they need another skill set. So does that mean we'll have more people, we call the gig economy, that they'll, they'll just work a little contract here, there won't be a loyalty. I know there's not much loyalty these days to companies anyway, but, but you know, we've, we've become accustomed to maybe working for one job for 10, 15 years, maybe getting some health benefits. To me, that, that sounds like it's changing too. I, I, I think we will see potential changes there too. 100% agree with you on that notion, Angela. But in terms of loyalty and pieces like that, right, if a company is willing to offer the right environment for uh, their employees to strive, new, work new, uh, learn new skill sets and progress their careers, then I think that solves the problem of if you want a job, it's there for you. And companies are going to have to take the initiative on being able to educate and train their employees to go down that direction. If a company fails to do that, then they're going to have to probably deal with the whole notion of a contingent worker, which is here's workers for job one, then move to the next one and move to the next one, which in all honesty, I don't think that creates long-term value. Long-term value comes with people who are invested in your company and want to learn as long as you provide them the ability to do so. Gaurav, I I had to get you late in this half hour, so are you okay if I keep you a few minutes after the news here? 
Yeah, no, absolutely. Because after the break, I, I want to talk about then where should people be focused on when it comes to, let's say, retraining or if I've got parents listening and saying, which direction should I point my child in so that maybe 10, 15 years down the road, they're set up with the proper skills. Gaurav Chand is my guest this half hour. Well, actually, right up until four o'clock. would love to hear from you. 403-974-8255. What do you think of this study that Gaurav has been sharing with us. He is Dell Senior VP of Marketing. I'm Angela Cocott. You're listening to Calgary Today. We are talking about the future. Well, let's say 2030, a study coming out that they say 85% of the jobs that are going to exist in 2030, we haven't even heard of them yet. Gaurav Chand is Dell's Senior VP of Marketing. And uh, Gaurav, you're saying that really when we look at the role technology is going to play in 2030. That's where we're going to see such a shift in the the workplace. And, and I liked how you compared the industrial revolution. Now we're having a digital revolution. Getting a lot of texts from people and not surprisingly, they're either skeptics or they're a little concerned what this means for them. So if you had a, a 15-year-old daughter or son, what advice would you have for them as they think of what they should be doing for a job in the future? I think a couple of things. Like what the report pointed very specifically on, a couple of skill sets that are definitely, it's more pointed to skill sets rather than specific jobs, for example. So so if I have a young daughter, and I have a seven-year-old daughter for that matter, um, and one of the things, one of the key skill sets that we are seeing emerge today that's going to evolve into jobs in the future, a lot of jobs into the future, is this notion of software development. Um, and, you know, companies fundamentally becoming uh, software development companies. And this is back to my point earlier where I said IT has been at the center of competitive advantage. This whole notion of software development has been a key factor within IT being at the center of uh, uh, competitive advantage. So uh, being being skilled and learning the skills around software development, around open source software, things like Cloud Foundry and pieces like that, I think that's a critical skill set. And we just don't have enough of those today, and we're going to need more of them tomorrow. The second one that I point to, which is a huge one, is AI and machine learning. Data analytics as a function is gaining momentum today, but we believe in the next decade or so, data analytics would be at the absolute center of a lot of the things that we do. Whether for a company it means uh, revenue generation or cost savings or customer experience uh, or whatever, data analytics is going to be at the heart of a lot of that. And data analytics scientists or data scientists is one skill set today that we are way below on. And that's something that we need a lot of the population to embrace, understand, get skilled at, so that because these jobs of the future are going to have a heavy underpinning on data analytics as well as software development. So those are some of the conversations I would be having with kids who have a propensity towards technology and and like uh, and potentially look at IT as one of the areas that they might be interested in in the future. And if they don't have a propensity, are they screwed? 
<laughs> no, not at all. I mean, there, there, there's absolutely things around creativity, like chief strategy and marketing and all of those pieces that you need a human being to do. Now, the data analytics and machines can guide you, but they can't make those decisions at the end of the day. Creativity is something that makes us incredibly, incredibly unique. And that skill set, that's absolutely going to be with the human being. Yeah, and I'm glad you mentioned that because even when you talked about software development, I also wonder about soft skills. And that's uh, sometimes I think that's a a weak word for it. But the fact is that uh, at this point, machines can't replace the soft skills that humans have. They can't, and they can't replace skills like the ability to collaborate and pieces like that. They just can't. They'll never be able to, which is why I thought this report had a much more positive tone than a lot of other reports that I've seen on the topic of the future. Because most of those other reports are doom and gloom. That's, that's, that's most of the ones I've read and the movies I've seen honestly point to that. Yeah, we believe in those movies, don't we, Garv? Um, I don't know if you had a chance to see, but I saw um, Elon Musk was speaking to some governors on the weekend, and he is really concerned. He says, um, we're prepared to face humanity's biggest threat, and he's saying it's the AI, it's the artificial intelligence, and whether or not we have the regulations in place to be aware of what's coming down the road. And you talked about the the artificial intelligence and, and what that means to the future. Uh, is there a part of you that's at all concerned about what the power of artificial intelligence is going to have in, in our future? Yeah, so... Uh... Angela, I look at it in a much more balanced way. The way I look at these things is there is going to be an incredible upliftment of the standard of living as a result of technologies like AI. However, AI, when used incorrectly, can be very dangerous also. Mm -hmm. And I, I think Elon Musk is absolutely right. We do need a set of regulations around this, uh, these things. Like, you, you take the example of data. Where does the data live? Who owns the data? We need regulation around that. There are some countries that do not allow data to leave their, uh, their boundaries. But in a true global economy, that's not something that's going to be possible because data will have to go back and forth between borders. It's the same thing with AI. At the end of the day, the regulations have to be formed around this too and, and made in concrete so the chances of abuse are minimized or completely eliminated. Otherwise, you do run the risk of somebody using AI uh, to really cause a lot of disruption. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Gaurav, and I, and I know your your technology specialist. I mean, specialty is technology. But I've had a couple of text people saying, you know, I work in the trades. What is the future there? Uh, do you have any comment on that? Because uh, I still, I think it goes back to, will we still need trades in some capacity, or is there going to be technology that's going to be able to replace the construction worker, the plumber, the electrician? I mean, honestly, Angela, I'm not an expert in that segment, yeah. so whatever I say is pure uh, speculation, uh, and I'd rather not go into speculation. I just, it, 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 it's really difficult imagining uh, there are certain trades that human, in just my personal opinion, more than anything else, there yeah. are certain trades that you absolutely uh, need human beings for. I, I, I'd be shocked if something like that uh, goes away. Yeah. But again, it was not honestly the focus of our report. 
So, you know, something to that effect would be just purely speculation on my part. And you know what? I love to speculate, so I'll do that after the break. But you know what, Gora? Thank you so much for starting the conversation. I've got lots of texts, and I want to have a conversation with my listeners. But I'm glad you started things for us. Thanks a lot, Angela. You have a great day. Okay, Gorov Chand, he is with Dell. And yes, he is in marketing. And as I said, of course, he loves this kind of a study because it points to the uh, digital revolution. But I want to share some of the texts. And we've got about 20 minutes. We'd love to hear from you. 403-974-8255. If you were to speculate what 13 years, and that's that's 2030, which sounds like a huge number, but 13 years is going to go pretty darn quick. What what you see the future looking like. 403-974-8255. I'm Angela Cocott. You're listening to Calgary Today. Calgary Today with Angela Cocott. Weekdays at 3 on News Talk 770 Calgary.